Welcome, everyone, to another pre-Cosmic Code Convention podcast. I'm here with a phenomenal friend, colleague that has covered so much ground, a true expert in her field that brings an angle that's above and beyond. We're talking about Catherine Allman. Her expertise is not only packed with extremely high credentials, but also a fascinating journey, real fast. She was with Osho during his lifetime at the ashram. She's also an extremely acclaimed therapist. Uh, Her specialty is tantric dating, uh, author of many books, but I'll let you uncover all of her gifts and talents through the interview that is now coming up. Catherine, we're preparing for the Cosmic Code, which basically would be cracking the code of what in this day and age will constitute or help one to experience a life that is fulfilling to them. Wow, that's a great question, Vince. It's an honor to be here. I love this whole idea of the Cosmic Code. I think that today uh, what's really different than other times is that When we talk about cracking the cosmic code, we're talking about we can go in many directions. So there used to be one direction which was pretty much prescribed for you by society. And today, people want to go in all directions. People want a lot more than they used to want. So what we want now is we want to crack the code in our health. We want to crack the code in our relationships. We want to crack the financial code. We want to crack the sexual code. We want to crack the spiritual code. And, you know, personally in my life, I've been interested in going down all of these routes and finding out and learning from the best. So I'm really excited about this team you've put together of people who can help crack the codes in all these areas. Now, you just stated, you know, all the different areas. Now, there is an invisible matrix. I personally call it the omission matrix. Meaning, whether it's through media, personal experience, experiences of the world, uh, oftentimes, even though they might be initially the promise of a well-balanced life, I think there's a lack of internal reference of the possibility of that. So we often witness people starting to make headways in a direction, but they still unfortunately carry the impression of... uh, I can have, but I can't have it all, which there is, of course, the factor that life is a polarity. We should not live in the fantasy also uh, kind of advertised by the media that one day you'll have it all perfectly in place. It's going to go left and right and up and down to create a dynamic. But what recommendations would you have based on uh, your many years of expertise with all the clients that you've, you've helped, as a starting point to begin to envision a well-balanced life where one can thrive in all directions in their own ways? Well, I think uh, someone wise once said to me, you can have it all, but you can't have it all right now. And what I took from that is that uh, pick a direction that's most fascinating to you, maybe one or two or three, and really focus on mastering those 
to a level where you have enough mastery. You can get more mastery in those areas, but if you really, for example, if, you're, if your finances aren't uh, stable enough, you're going to really have trouble achieving mastery in any other area. If your health obviously isn't uh, good enough, you're going to have trouble getting mastery in any other area. So you pick a couple to focus on, and when those are at a certain level, then you can start adding in the other areas of life that you want to master and even exceed and excel in and continue to grow. But you really have to get just the basic building blocks in place. And if that's where you're at, it's fine. I mean, I found myself having to start over a little bit later in life realizing this very lesson that I had certain basics in life I hadn't handled. I was just kind of a flake about financially. And, uh, you know, I started over and really uh, put my attention to mastering that part of life, and now I've exceeded and and uh, anybody would feel good about being where I'm at financially, which I'm humble to, uh, happy to share. But, but you can see if you, it's telling yourself the truth about where you're at right now and then doing what you need to do to get a level of mastery. In telling yourself the truth about where you're at, I personally have found that oftentimes a person's intention is, are, are, are truly genuine. Okay? Like at the core, most people are well intended to do well. Now, oftentimes it's the model that they bought into initially that causes them to wrestle. And one thing that I love about our group, and here we are today with you, Catherine Almond, and your your, your exquisites uh, in, in, your, in your ways, this, it's no longer that model of the helper that's on the pedestal. It's more organic with the knowingness that we go through our own fluctuations, but we frame them differently. So what is your own personal model in terms of knowing that it's not always going to be a straight line? but I'm sure you come across so many people who uh, have as an only option desperation in the face of adversity. So how do you, how do you embrace the, the, the motion around you in your life? What has been your own evolution in terms of embracing opportunities and uh, dealing with what at first does not look like an opportunity? Well, that's a great question. I, um... I've actually gotten to the point where I think the difficult stuff is the good stuff, you know. Um, I, I heard this story once. Uh, I had a, there was a, a speaker, a, a motivational speaker who was blind, and he talked about, he talked about uh, completing a marathon. And they talked about in the marathon that when it gets to be really tough at mile 17 and people want to quit out, he goes, that's why we do the marathon, to get through that wall at mile 17 not the completion isn't important, it's, it's tasking yourself to get through that hard stuff. So I really think that um, when you're talking about adversity and the difficulties that come up as you're trying to achieve mastery, as you're trying to crack the code, the real code is uh, cracking that place inside yourself where you want to give up, where you want to start attacking yourself, where you want to think you're not good enough, where you think that hot person isn't going to talk to me, where you think I just, my finances are in a mess. Like all of this is information for you to just break through that wall and complete that marathon. It's like I am going to complete that marathon. This 
these voices inside me that I can't do it or why I'm doing it. Because there's nothing outside holding me back. It's me. It's the, it's this internal thing that I've picked up from the culture that I can't have that. I am going to continue to persist and get through that. So all adversity is an ability to build the self to become stronger and to break through, and that's part of the code right there. Mm. You Right now, touched on finances, spirituality. You gave an example of desiring something at the sex, love, romance. Uh, as we're expanding right now, can I just like, toss an area and, and hear, because you're so diverse and so well-skilled and expanded and achieved genuinely. You guys, listeners, you have to, to know that. Oftentimes we talk about being the multidimensional human being. And uh, in my own experience, Catherine Allman, you are really uh, a human being of a dimension. I mean, if we sit and talk spirituality, you now have, mentioned finances also, you score above and beyond in all areas. So do you mind if I toss, for example, finances and in one sentence, your best recommendation? Of course, it will be followed by spirituality, by sex, by fitness, and so on, if that's cool with you. That's great. Um, so is this just sort of like a, uh, uh, a fast round where I just say one suggestion type thing? Is that what you're saying? That would be phenomenal. That would be phenomenal. Okay. Uh, number one uh, recommendation for finances, get out of debt and stay out of debt. Debt is cancer. Cancer. It's eating away any opportunity, and then your entire financial empire is sitting on uh, a negative vibration that's, that's going to uh, eat you alive and make it impossible for you to excel. So vibration is key? The vibration of debt is going to keep you from achieving your financial goals. Mm. That's my one key piece of advice. Got it. Uh, let's say with each one of them, we're going to add the person hears that and they've not been proactive enough hearing uh, superior quality advice and mindset. So they go, yeah, I know, but. So how do they I know, go but. beyond the but into action? Well, the, um, the mainstream culture is, is, in case you're a listener and um, haven't, don't know this yet, I'm sure everyone's talking about this, the mainstream conventional culture is set up to keep you from becoming free in all areas of your life. They don't want you to think freely. They don't want you to become wealthy. They want to tell you only 1% of people can become wealthy. They want you to not be sexually free. They want you to have bad relationships. You'll be unhappy and be depressed and so on and so on. They obviously want you to be in bad health by trying to get you to eat all kinds of foods that aren't good for you. And so the financial industry is set up to get you in debt and keep you in debt, and that is servitude. So think for yourself, mm -hmm. feeding, feeding the debt machine, uh, live within your means, and your means, if you continue to live within your means, not debt, and continue to put money away, your means will get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. But you won't be standing wow. on this ca cavernous negative hole underneath you of all this money that you owe that the system is keeping you enslaved by. Wow. That was Phenomenal. Spirituality. Oh, Spirituality. yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. The key advice on that. 
do whatever it takes to have a transcendent experience if you haven't had one yet. If you, uh, through uh, transcendent sex, through psychedelic drugs, through uh, meditating, through any kind of blissfulness exercise, through standing on the top of a hill full of endorphins and experiencing the grandeur. Once you've experienced altered reality yourself and not just read about it, your life transforms and you really start becoming a person of, I want more of that. I want more of that. And it starts coming into your senses and into your body. It infuses your sex life, your spiritual life, your sense of what you're doing here, your sense of serving other people, your sense of what I want to do for my life, who I want to hang out with. It's the most exquisite thing possible. So I think just starting doing whatever you can if you haven't yet had that transcendent experience in your body, do whatever it takes to get that, and then then you'll be guided. Once you've had that experience, guides start coming up to lead you in ways that you weren't expecting. It's totally outside the mainstream. Again, that's where the freedom is. That's one of the codes is that once you get outside the mainstream reality, There's people, there's guides, there's entities, there's higher wisdom, there's synchronicities. What seems like accidents start happening to bring you more and more into higher consciousness. It's a plot. (laughs) It's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving this conversation, Catherine, as as (laughs) always. And there's an elevation, you know. I really hope that listeners, you really listen uh, in a very receptive way. And now... You led somewhere. I I was thinking for myself, if, uh, let's say, each area at the level of uh, a starting point based on what society presents to us was uh, a door, and uh, let's say they would be, okay, uh, anyone that says, hey, I want to take charge of my finances, the advice received is represented by the size of a door. Would you agree that as a starting point initially, that's why a lot of people kind of stumble, maybe our first impression in life of what's available spiritually would be the narrowest door, not from the perspective of what's really available, but what we tend to be exposed to growing up? Yeah, all of these areas, we're exposed to such a small door. Spirituality is a very small door. It's kind of like, the spirituality I was presented with as a child was kind of like, you know, be good, and if you do anything fun, you're going to suffer and go to hell. It's like that didn't seem very attractive to me, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, yeah. I, yeah. Did you grow up in that kind of thing too? Yours was maybe a little You know, here's what I realized. There is what we grew up in, but there's also the, the overall level of consciousness. So what I grew up in wasn't overly repressive, and I wasn't excessively exposed to it. But strangely enough, it kind of resurfaced as I started to venture. Hmm. So, so, so more than I knew it, there was a, an invisible uh, collective imprint that basically, more than anywhere else, there was a promise that was surrounded by a sense of restriction. So I kind of would venture, but not venture all the way, because I was fearful that by expanding spiritually, that would mean that I would have less fun, less money, less success in my career, less crazy adventure. 
adventures. And that I didn't even know it. So, so then when I became more aware of it, my main aim was to broaden my initial sense and to realize that most would have it backwards where they try to fit a narrow model of spirituality or religion amongst all the other things that exist in the universe. But if that was the case, then what about all the other things that exist in the universe if they're not of a spiritual nature? Of what nature are they? So then I reversed it and I said there's not one single thing human experience that doesn't somewhere somehow have a higher lesson in it, purpose, dynamic, even if it's of a lower energy, there's purpose in it, there's cause and effect. So, so now I'm all incompensated. And uh, one of my current little fun game, which, which started as a joke but is becoming, has become so significant, is finding enlightenment in any moment, in any place. So, if, for example, yeah. I go and I have a, an appointment somewhere and it's uh, something that's, you know, designed by the world. So it's like next in line and i got to wait. Suddenly I go, I'm finding enlightenment here. And I open mm. my mind to it. And then what's funny is that my perception of it changes. My interactions with people changes. Suddenly uh, I'm at the DMV and my Mohawk is down that day and they announced to me that I got to take a picture. And I go, oh, no, I cannot take a picture with, with my hair down. So I put a hat and sunglasses. And uh, it turns into everybody laughing. The, the lady behind the counter, two counters from where I'm at, is looking in her purse to find if she has a brush. And people are laughing. It's like, wow, wow, you know. So anyway, but I want to bring it back to you. This is so rich. And, uh, and thank you also because our most recent convention, which was uh, EC2, the Evolution of Consciousness Convention, uh, you were such a catalyst. Catherine, suddenly we did that segment where, and I know we have more areas to cover, so maybe we'll save some for, we got to do a part two interview. I want to make sure that those interviews, people can listen them during, to them during a break or a commute, so, so they go through all of them, so I don't want to turn it into a 45 minutes yet what you have to offer is so rich, it should be a 45-day event. But um, <laughs> let's, let's touch on that one more thing. So suddenly we're in the midst of EC2. I'm playing many roles. I'm the organizer. Uh, I also, as an organizer, you know, I have learned if you want to build something in life, uh, many uh, think that, okay, when you boss, you play boss. No, you play all roles. So suddenly I'm carrying gear. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing a lot of behind the scenes, synchronizing. I am also there to teach. And on top of that, I'm also there to, uh, w- with a truly open mind to benefit from all of the, the wonderful presenters. So here we are, finally, this little breath. It's your time. You're teaching a tantric breath, which, um, you know, Personally, I have learned that if a co- colleague will voice something, uh, I shut the part of me that may say, oh, yeah, I've studied that before, or I know it, or I would teach it that way. I go back to a completely open mind as if I have never heard it before. So here I am going through the breath pr- pattern that you're teaching, and, okay, I'm, I'm real and I'm open-minded. The level of potency that I've experienced the days and the weeks after that at the sexual level where Absolutely surreal. Even though I consider myself somebody, you know, who's like a coach pickup, I teach pickup sex and so on. I would assume that I'm like totally open. My flow of energy, sexual energy is totally open. Well, little did I know there was another level 
you open that gateway to the breath. And then at a spiritual level, I mean, I started to receive messages and so on. So, um, mm. so you, you, you were teaching a breath pattern there. So I wanted to thank you for that. And oh, I wanted to emphasize that uh, we are bringing, you know, I mean, that is solid, uh, the people that we are bringing. And you, Catherine, uh, with a very pleasant, soothing voice <laughs> uh, that may cause the newbie to not be aware of all the gold that's there available. You bring so much to the plate. So Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And maybe in conclusion, I know we still got to talk about the career aspect. The, of course, eager to hear in part two about the love, sex, and romance. But, um, you know, I directed with a couple questions. Now, free flow, a uh, couple minutes of you, Catherine Allman, your, your newest breakthroughs realization. I'll let you totally take the lead for the next couple minutes, and then we'll make sure that people know where they can uh, find out more about you. And also, even though by the time you listen, it's highly possible as it is reserved for an elite group. It's a very unique format. We have 12 world-class legends in their own ways, people who really have, have given more than you can possibly imagine. And we have six epic venues that create a very unique dynamic where we, we, we go from, let's say, a penthouse to a, a mansion to a spiritual sanctuary. And the format is like almost like a boot camp, but a life boot camp. And we limit it to an elite group that is extremely decided that they are here to grow. So they're already ready. So the, the limit is 30 people, and we're very close to that. So... Uh, there is a link, though, to check it out, see the lineup, read more about it, the official site, CosmicCodeConvention.com. You find the link. Meanwhile, Catherine, I passed it to you before we share your links with them. Oh, thanks, Vince. That was beautiful hearing about that, uh, being reminded of the last time at the EC2. I was helping the guys uh, develop themselves as conscious tantric lovers, and um, this is this is something I've been uh, really excited about a lot lately is um, because I wanted to, uh, the cosmic coven to crack the code about tantric sex. So as Vince said, I was at the ashram with Osho, and I've uh, taken a lot of tantra workshops, studied with some of the best, and um, currently doing a lot of research with my lover on extended lovemaking into the six- and eight-hour realms. So I like to share a lot of this when I, um, when I teach, and I was teaching some of that breath work and some mindsets around sexuality. Again, as we talked about, as Vince and I were saying earlier in this podcast, the mainstream ideas about everything have to be challenged and looked at because the ideas about mainstream conventional sex are very backward, very repressive, and keeping people from having this wonderful sexually high experiences they can have. So I love to share that. I love to... It's, um, if that's what we're going to be doing in the uh, Cosmic Code, I'd love to talk about that and uh, look forward to sharing more of it. Wonderful. Catherine, what is the most immediate way to um, be in touch with you or your website? Uh, I'm at Catherine Amon, which is C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-A-U-M-A-N. You can uh, use that for my YouTube channel. Got a lot of videos there for you. Facebook. 
or my uh, my website. I also have a tantricdating.com website. There's some goodies on there as well. Excellent. And we'll make sure that in the description of the podcast you have just listened to, you will find all of Catherine's links as well as the link for the Cosmic Code. And stay tuned for part two where we are going to explore more about the love, sex, romance, career, social, and all aspects to create to crack the code, the cosmic code. Thank you, thank you, Catherine, for all the, the wealth and uh, who you are and what you bring to our collective of uh, uh, wonderful minds as we are about to gather again June 27th to the 30th, like the Avengers, with <laughs> each of us, our, our, our superpowers in our own ways. And, and the combined impact of this, that, that's, that's why, you know, it takes a lot to put those events together, but the, 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 the catalyst, the combined impact that uh, all levels, you know, the dynamic for the whole group, for all the faculty, individually, everybody, it's, uh, it's common practice, you know, wherever, I finish with this, but where there's many, many fields, like no, no one in medicine uh, that's achieved uh, a higher level would go a year without at least two, twice gathering to explore the newest, the latest, you know, it's an amazing way to check in with yourself, it's a landmark, you arrive at it either realizing, oh, wow, I really have to change, or wow, I've made so much progress, what's the next level? So it's absolutely essential, it's modeled after top industries where it's an absolute necessity for them. There's not one top industry in the world that will not make the time and, and they blow a lot of money to make it happen. There's a reason for it. They're not necessarily inclined the way we are towards full expansion, but they know that they, it's, uh, it's mandatory to check in at least twice a year. So we're doing it again in June. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, guys, ladies, for listening. More to come. Bye-bye.